will always benefit others, glorify God, and impact his kingdom. If it's not doing that, it's not a destiny, it's a job or it's something else. Or you may be crying today, but don't think that's how it's going to be when you wake up tomorrow. Not when God has jumped into the situation. Because your shepherd knows how in the midst of a bad situation to take care of his own. And somebody here can testify how when things didn't look good, God showed up and made a way out of no way even when you were in an adversarial situation. Somebody ought to be ready to talk to God. Somebody ought to be ready to find out what God has to say and throw it back up in his face because a lot of the stuff you're asking for has already been pre-approved. It's just that in the spiritual realm, there is the attempt to block it. But if you will persevere and specifically throw it back in God's face, he'll send the help needed to break it through so that you see it revealed in the physical realm. God can wipe tears away. He can turn pain into pleasure. He can turn sadness into joy. You got a train to catch because you got a destiny to reach. And you're not going to waste any more time not living out your destiny. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the scripture says he will raise up a standard against them. When God sees that you're falling and you're not going to make it, he swoops down out of nowhere and catches you by his grace and lifts you out of that situation. It's called divine intervention. What he's trying to say is that the Lord is your shepherd. He got you. And you are covered. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight minutes past the hour. Hello, how are you? Kickoff hour is live. We thank you for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. I am Speedy alongside Helmsy, Greg Burgess, Eddie Van Adler. We are rolling another day. And we appreciate you making us part of your day. We don't take that lightly. We know you got a lot to choose from. So thank you and welcome in to the Rick and Bubba Show. Well, you, uh, you heard me uh, announce the other two goodens. I'm a gooden. That makes us three goodens. And, oh, look, there's another gooden. Adler's a gooden. We're all goodens. <laughs> Even you, Hobie Juan Franova, you're a gooden. Uh, we're all in here just having a good old time. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> she I'm feels sorry. left out. I'm sorry. That's on That's on me. Uh, we have got uh, – that's Runny the Pooh, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's Lauren. She's here. Runny the Pooh. There she is. Runny I've never seen anybody want to be called Gooden so quickly. Yeah. Well, from my from my angle, and I let her in, I should have remembered she was here. Yeah. From my angle, I can't see her. I could only see that Gooden. Uh, no. Uh, so, yeah, they're your interns today. Runny the Pooh and Hobie Wan Frinobi. It was funny. Wow, uh, I know. Let's yeah, bring them in. There's old Greg and uh, and Helmsy. Yesterday, I was talking to Hobie, speaking of Hobie Wan Frinobi, and he was asking because – he doesn't get to catch the show every day, and he was asking about the intern names. Now, how did they get this one? How did they get that one? Yeah. 
you know, all this kind of stuff. And it gets a little bit complicated. It does. Uh, a for us Hard to, to remember. For us to remember. Thank yeah. you. Uh, it's, that, it's, it's a tough one there for us to remember. Uh, and then also just the meaning behind it and all that. But anyway. You putting get, them right over there on that monitor is so very helpful. Yeah. I know their first names and most of their last names, yeah. but I couldn't go through that. When you <laughs> when you were trying to come up with intern name and yeah. looking down, I couldn't help you. I felt helpless. <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyway, we're we're uh, we're settled in today. We, we bring something back. What uh, is it? We're gonna, well, we're going to talk to Tim Spencer. Uh, we're going to zoom with him uh, with the uh, Buffalo Wild Wings because we're bringing back the charity charge next right Monday, June fifteenth. We'll have uh, June's charity charge benefiting Ryan Shine's Burn Foundation. They bring youth burn survivors and firefighters together to heal mentally, and they do a lot uh, for the state of Alabama. Did you know Alabama is currently the second uh, in the nation for firefighter suicides? Uh, and they are also working to combat that, among other things. So they do a lot of good. Ryan Shines uh, Burn Foundation, ryanshines.com is their website. But we'll talk to Tim and uh, and see how they're doing as, as a company. And I know restaurants have really been in the news lately uh, on yeah. them getting back um, and what, per- what percent can sit in here, where can they sit. And we'll just get an update from him, catch up with Tim. And uh, then announce uh, the charity charge coming up next Monday at participating Buffalo Wild Wings, where 10% of food sales goes to Ryan Shine's Burn Foundation. Great charity. Uh, so how are you guys? Y'all doing good? Oh, yeah. I'm good. Oh, yeah? How about a little man get him a haircut? He did. Yeah, he did. Got a little haircut. How was that? I, I guess it was, what was the, right. Give me the process that you went through. What do you mean? Because of COVID. Uh, Are they still doing the same stuff? They got a have mask they backed on off everything? Is they it got normal? A mask on and you know everybody's not, not piled in there and all that. You know how these research- you wait in your car and they call you. Or- well, I just my appointment. I got there right on time. And Look, I, Greg, you if know, you don't want to talk right about in. your haircut, we don't have to. Well, I, I really don't. It's know. a secret. It's a secret society. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it was doing whatever they do. Hey, doing know? whatever they do. <laughs> you know, you, you know these researchers where they, I mean, they, I wasn't like locked in a vault. <laughs> well, that was gonna, that's what I was wondering because you know these gloves that. That, that these researchers put their arms into and they're working, you know, on the other yeah. side of the glass. No, Is that how not. they cut your hair? But I showed up when we just got back from lunch. And there really wasn't anybody yeah, in there, no, so I just right. walked Perfect straight in. Perfect timing. Got haircut. It's my cousin too, so you know that helps. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Cousin. All right. Well, felt thanks safe. for the haircut, Brandy. Yeah, look at that, huh? <laughs> they're my friends. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, you look good, buddy. You look uh, sharp. Yeah, got you. your little haircut. Yeah, little man got it, a haircut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jave and a haircut. Meep, meep. Um, last night uh, we got to go. Uh, Terry had had declared uh, speak, going back to restaurants. Hey, I want to go out to eat. All right, that well, way that's she fine. said it. Yeah, like, hey, hey, I want to go out to eat. I want to go out to eat. Yeah, and I don't know having multiple kids if y'all have ever felt this way, where you feel like you got something going on with one of them, and you don't feel like you've given the others enough because you've been so into yeah. what's going on with one of them. And, you know, Tyler had surgery last week and all this kind of stuff, and so that's kind of been a big deal. And he, she's like, you know, I just feel like with J.C. and Reese, I mean, I just haven't had to spend – I just want to go out to eat. Let's take them out to eat and all this kind of stuff. So what else do you do? You go cheap Mexican. I mean, a route around I the house and, yeah. get, and get a chimichanga. I mean, who did not Chimichanga. Uh, so we went and, and hung out. Uh, but it was good to see that the restaurant was, I mean, there was a lot, most of the tables were full and, and I, and yeah. it was good to see because you could tell that they were just thrilled to death, you know, that people were coming in and sitting down because they've been hurting and, uh, it's good to see the country getting back to that. I know different States got different kind of lockdowns and all that kind of good stuff, but where we live, it was rocking last yeah. night. It was fun. 
Got to sit around, ate some chips and salsa, and almost hung normal. Out. Yeah, yeah. And classic Terry, she ordered too much, you know, and how I needed to go, and you then got to get a little to go box, and then to see the boys fighting over who could eat what she didn't eat. Oh yeah, you know. Uh, I know we've talked about this. Whenever Terry, I start eyeing whatever she orders because I know she's not going to finish it. Yeah, I just kind of. I do that every time. Oh, I order based off what everybody. See, I go last, Mm -hmm. not because I'm older, because that's what Maddie and Caroline will say. Mm -hmm. You always order last because you're older. Mm -hmm. No, I order last because I see what everybody else is ordering, and then I play off of it. I got a couple Mm -hmm. things in mind. I know you're not going to eat all yours. No, you're. There's sometimes where I don't order at all because I know I just pick it theirs. Yeah, should I be concerned that Bubba's on the hotline? I think we all take his call. Well, sure, I, I would, but it looks like somebody's picked up in there. Um, Bubba's there. There he is. I think. Did we start talking, put talking him on about hold. food? Oh, there he goes. Dadgummit. What Boy, happened? I don't know. He was what do you want? He was on the hotline. Bubba. You know, uh, his number hey. and my number are just very similar. Very similar. Yeah. And I looked and I was like, why am I calling? And I realized. Why I are they? Why yeah. are they so similar? Was this a that's deal? his daddy. <laughs> Hey, buddy, just because you had a haircut, you need to Was this down. a deal that y'all got phones one day back in the day? His daddy bought him a phone. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they are very, they're like a number off. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Daddy. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Good morning, Mr. Allen. I, I hope you're not too mad at me. I was running a little bit late this morning. And... You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. <laughs> this is for Adler. You don't think this is in the garage? Like you don't like you don't think this is in the garage when the boys are working out? Who is this? Five finger death punch. Oh yeah. I've seen them in concert, by the way. Are you I didn't know it, so. They were the I've seen them twice. They were the opening act. <laughs> I didn't know that was them. You better watch out. Oh I know. I you know. better watch out, buddy. <laughs> Uh, a little scared here, but um, no, um, 866. <laughs> when your band's big. called Five Finger Death. Yeah, line, I know. <laughs> you got to be pretty rough. Pretty good line. Uh, here we go. Uh, we're coming back now. And, um, Hamza, you said you had something for us when we uh, we started the show today. What you got, kid? Well, yeah, I got a dilemma. I got a chocolate really? chip cookie dilemma at the house. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Who doesn't like a chocolate chip cookie? Well, you pull it right out of the uh, oven. Woo. Pull it right out of the oven. I mean, don't even let it cool at all. Listen to me. Get your big old glass of milk. You kidding? Here's my here's my dilemma. A little sweet milk. Do you, do you dip your cookie or just drink no. the milk after you eat the cookie? Depends on what, what kind of mood I'm in. I'm not okay. a dipper. Yeah, not, I could dip. Not a dipper. I could dip a donut and coffee. I've noticed I don't dip as much as I just chase the milk after the cookie. Do that. You a, a double dipper? Huh? Do that a lot. Ooh, no, we don't like double dippers. Well, if you're the only one involved, it's okay. Well, if you yeah, you're grown, you can do that. You know, whatever. Um, so. I'm I'm a huge chocolate chip cookie fan, and I I want to be I want to be honest about you know things going on in our life. Oh, so Amanda makes a good chocolate chip cookie. Okay, she does. She makes a good one. Okay, but my 13 year old daughter makes a better one. 
Oh, boy. And so I'm in a little dilemma at the house. When chocolate chip cookies come up, I'm like, hey, why don't we let Caroline make them? Oh. And that's that's so going to be so. Is, so is I'm Amanda not, learning about this now? Well, she's never heard me discuss this, so hopefully uh-huh. she won't listen to today's kickoff hour. Uh-huh. But I said knock you out. But so I I come home yesterday and Caroline, I don't. She's in a little baking mode. I guess the quarantine's got her. She's baking muffins <laughs> and cookies, and We're so she's learning all this stuff. Yeah. And so I walk in the door yesterday, and she says, "Hey, I made I, I baked some cookies, homemade, fresh. Mm. They're in there." Can't wait for you to try them. And I thought, okay. I thought, well, this, who knows? It's a 13-year-old making cookies. And I get in there, and I'm like, they're unreal. Oh, boy. I'm like, this is fantastic. And so now I'm in a dilemma about any time Amanda makes cookies, I'm going to have to ask, hey, what can Caroline make them? Yeah, can she have them? I mean, and Amanda's cookie's not bad, okay? Well, that's what I was about to ask. It's not bad. It's not a bad cookie. I don't think you need to say, can Caroline make them? I think you need to say the cookie shut up. Well, that, but I think you also need <laughs> no, to. Unless they were horrible. I think you need to spin it and say, hey, let's let Caroline do this. She's learning. Why don't we watch you, TV? Yeah. And we'll let hey, Caroline. Look, let her do this. She, she likes enjoys to. it. It makes her feel great. Yeah. Hey, she makes a really good cookie. Hey, you've been you've been working hard. Like just let make, her do it. I'd like to make a dozen and bring them up here. Yeah. I They're don't think good. you just need to go, let's let her do You know what I mean? I just think. Well, I wouldn't say it like that. Well, maybe. <laughs> I hope they don't have that tone. My tone yeah. would be different with my wife. Hey, hey let her do it. You <laughs> suck. <laughs> Yours aren't as good. You know, you know I don't think you. And that's say harsh that. to say that because they're they're really good. But but I mean, I don't know what's going on with mm-hmm. my thirteen year old daughter. She's she's knocking out some good cookies. Well, it's a good start. Yeah, it is a very good start. That is uh, that's number one. And now I'm starting to think, okay, well, if she can make a good cookie, what else can she make? Mm-hmm. So then when, when there's things brought up about cooking, I, I almost want to say, won't we let Caroline give it a run? <laughs> That's true. You need to let her venture off and see how she does on that other stuff. Yeah. I know. Hey, you may have a chef right there in the house. Excuse me? A chef. <laughs> okay. Um, how about this? Hey, Amanda, let's go sit out by – let's let's build a little fire. and you got to spill in the fire. Yeah, oh, I do. Let's look at this telescope out. that we don't use. Even though it's 90. By the way, um, that, that Papa Smurf may be uh, – Joining a new resident. We'll mean? have to talk about that at some did, point. Did we call this shot from day <laughs> well, one? Well, Greg, this is not He's a – He's paying it forward. Hey, this that's is, fine. Just this, let it go. Yeah, well, we'll see. Shot. We'll called see. It. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> called the shot. That's Actually, it. went quicker than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> It gave you a little yeah, it, was, it, it was, I was accelerated. I, was, I, was trying. I would just say this. It, was accelerated. it started slow and right. then somebody just stomped the yeah, gas. It's almost like he hates it now. I will say this. I got a letter – that, Here we go. That yesterday or two days ago, and look at the moon. Email. I know, I know. There it is. And man. and it was just a heartwarming letter. And I'm I'm kind of in a predicament. I'm I'm pulling it. Two both. birds and one stone's what that is. <laughs> yes, it is. Huh? That's a win win. <laughs> oh, there's something else, buddy. We'll see. Well, that that may you be can a story. Take the in telescope a couple days. and put it right over there with Netflix and Hulu. Yeah, he just <laughs> he make it. Well, he may get life. it back at some time. What if Caroline was? was making cookies while you got rid of Papa Smurf all in the same night. Well, I'll mm-hmm. tell you what. That's the telescope that Helmsy was, uh, was – Had was, to have. No, I didn't <laughs> – right. see, y'all just say that. I uh-huh. didn't have to have yeah. it. A, as a gentleman – Burnt nice. the internet up hey, looking for Hey, by the way, uh, I, we were talking Good about night. Look at that. telescopes, and a gentleman reached out and said, hey, I've got a really nice one that I never use. I'd like to give it to you. Mm-hmm. What are you and a so I donated some money to his away organization. I donate. I, this is the only reason I'm well, saying this. I donated some money to his organization. Here's twenty bucks, kid. Because I felt bad for taking it off his hands, <laughs> and now I have received a letter from a listener saying that she would really like to give this to You're her. Passing it on. 
Well, that's what Speedy tried to tell you that a minute ago. You know, and it's kind of our, it's really kind of fitting. And I don't know that I will. I'm just it's it is in a conver- it's a conversation I'm having right now. It's kind of fitting though, because you know stars they burn real bright until they burn out. Yeah, and that, I mean he's kind of like hell when he when he gets on something. I know. I'll be honest, he cooled on this one a little quicker than I thought he would. Mm-hmm. He went from coming in every day going, "Hey." Jupiter's breaking bed and all this, and, and then all of a sudden I heard nothing. I mean, just all of a sudden one day it's like it went off a cliff. Yeah, because like we discussed it, and look, let's be honest, and I, and I know I'm repeating myself, but I mean, how many times can you look at the moon and and, and it be a new there, experience? Yeah. I mean, there's the moon again. Right. Oh, you, it's a little brighter this time. Right. You can only still, play dr- so many drinking well, games. With now, guests, if you were living in an area so that there was a lot of UFOs and you were watching them every night, I get it. <laughs> right. Maybe you could take it to over to Kips when y'all do the bocce stuff, and y'all could. He's got look a good place. He's got a good place oh, where you look looking at stars. They'll be looking at people's windows. Oh, they yeah. don't need to do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From the court. <laughs> you're doing. You're doing right. Just sit there and just. Yeah. All right, well, I, just let me know yeah, when you're done. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's one of those. It's one of those things where I I enjoy the telescope. I really do. Here we go. But That's there's right. no there's. What am I doing this month? I'm dropping Netflix, <laughs> dropping the telescope. You know, that's another thing. I tried to drop Netflix this month because we, I basically ran out of things to watch, and mm-hmm. the kids, and then, and then all of a sudden, I look up and it's been renewed. Well, Caroline has figured out how to renew it. Ooh, she's really picking up on life. Yeah, yeah, she's figuring she's watching some things Sweet out. Magnolias all right, here's what I'm going to ask my dad to do. You know, he's a big poem writer. What if we wrote a poem about Papa Smurf and you read it, and and we great. said a goodbye. To it needs to because it's it's been done for yeah maybe about a some good month or nice two, real you know smooth just instrumental Farewell, music just you know and we say bye. those three times I used you were great moments I think that'd be a good idea it was you six know? Greg six yeah. <laughs> but you could <laughs> you could be emotional about it, it right. leaving but it's going to a good yeah. home yes yeah, no, true and then thing. they'll pass it on when they get tired of right. This was a Father's Day. This is a well. I better hush. Oh boy, I better hush. I don't want (laughs) to ruin the surprise for somebody out there. (laughs) Hey, look. You know how we get where's the trampoline going? You know how we get those fix mama's mouth. I wish I'd give that away tomorrow if I could. (laughs) Um, You know how fix mama's mouth? They give us these unbelievable letters about about their mom and how. Well, this one this one came to me via email. Was very similar, but instead of a mama's mouth, it was a. Hey, why don't you let go of Papa Smurf? Yeah. We have someone that emailed us here. It says, Helms went from stars in Uranus to spinnerbait and bass. That's true. That is a good point. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Now he's looking for a boat. <laughs> Upgrade. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. The number 866-WE-BE-BIG. I thought you did well there. Yeah. Growth. Yeah, <laughs> Did I, did I say something? Was it bad? You didn't say it. It's okay. the song. Okay. Uh, I think I got it. All right. Uh, we're back. <laughs> Eight six. That <laughs> was it. Would... my new duck. <laughs> Swing on my. Uh, that would be a uh, slip cue there on my part. Uh, <laughs> as we um, and a lot of you don't know what that is, but that's just how you grab something. You run out of time. Uh, as we come on back, we've discussed a couple of different things. As we move forward, please. Um. Helmsy, we've talked about a couple of different things. His daughter is a better cook than his wife. <laughs> I did not say that, and Pretty so much. he's trying to deal I did with not, that. At the time house. out. I didn't say that at all. Um, I he said, hates her, his I said right. her chocolate chip cookie yeah. game is better than my wife's at this point. Okay, and maybe she just had. Maybe it was dumb luck. Yeah, it could be. Maybe could it be. was that. 
Yeah. And Amanda makes a good chocolate chip cookie, okay? Nobody's saying she doesn't. Right. You kind of right. But you're just trying to deal with it. I never. How do you when write I walk to your through, wife when I walk your through the, a better when cook? I walk, <coughs> excuse me, when I walk through the kitchen and I see chocolate chip cookies mm-hmm. and anyone has made them, I'm not going to pass up on them. I love a good chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. And everyone in our house makes good. But Caroline's chocolate chip cookie game is is elite right now. Right. The other thing I've been getting, and I got some yesterday, got some emails trickling in wanting a Greg Ladder update. Uh, I'm all taken care of. And Benji's in Alabama wants to ask about this. Benji, go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure Greg had the ladder strapped down instead of the couch like last time, and then it got to the house. Really? His wife didn't. You know, get upset. That right. was a concern of mine. Right. I will say that. I had some people offer me Thanks, ladders buddy. over here, and I thought trying to get it home might be tough. Yeah, but I got that situation. It's going to be handled, and everything's good. I, and I understand, if, if I got this right, that you're sharing your guy, Helmsy. Yeah, he's using my guy. Please quit saying that. He's huh? using my guy. Well, you're, you're handy, He made man. fun of my guy. Ooh, you're yeah. the guy. Yeah. And now he's using him. So it sounds like your guy will and, travel. And, and here's the thing. Yesterday, when I said – It's important to have a guy that can When travel. I said yeah. this to Greg, that's the first, just first thing, because mm-hmm. you said it. He always used it as an excuse for anything. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to come that far. He ain't going to come that far. Mm-hmm. Ain't no sense in him sending me his information, Helms. There ain't no sense in it all. He's not coming to Jacksonville. He's mm-hmm. not. <laughs> first thing the guy says, <laughs> man, I'll go all the way to Gaz and Piedmont. Uh-huh. All right, fine. I'm in. You gotta, I'll knock it look. out for Greg. You gotta love a guy that will travel. That's right. You know, and I, he appreciate he is what he tells you. I appreciate the business. Uh-huh. Guys like me running around out there working hard. Mm-hmm. We need we need the business and word of mouth's how we do it. Yeah. yeah. And Greg's just going too far. I've got my toolbox and I, I will travel. Do you do you realize the things that could have came into your life if you wouldn't have th- thought it was I don't too think far? I missed a lot. Do you not? I don't think. <laughs> well, let me ask you this: Have you started thinking about since you've got a guy that coming? Right, that, that, I mean, if I would have had your attitude with Papa Smurf, I would have never had those six times to look at the stars. Uh, yeah, and the, those whopping life-changing moments. <laughs> those six moments. Those Greg. six moments when you were in the. But galaxy. I can always go back and go, "Hey, I had those six yeah, moments." Then I had mm-hmm. this little phone app I cared about. Now I don't. I care about mm-hmm. that, and I still do that because that space station <laughs> going around up there. I, I still look at it. Something about when you say that and you hold it up, it makes it better. It does. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, um, and then you took a bump. But I'm gonna tell you, if I had a guy coming, I would take advantage of it, and he'd be doing more than getting on that ladder. I'd be like, okay, See, I've got a couple right there. If you just if you just take you know, that sound bat that you just said, a, a handyman. I'll say, you how know, about that no, handyman the, the, doing more than the ladder? All of it, all one thing. Somebody just joined us. <laughs> it's a bank nine, just right? Well, I'm just I, he's just saying, Greg. Why he's out there? Won't you get him knock if, out if some if other the, things? If the man's that you, traveling all yeah. the way there. Let's well, knock some stuff out. There's some things that you know you don't want to deal with, and he'll knock them out in a few well, minutes. Maybe he could sit down and train Mr. Buddy a little bit. Well, you can forget that. That's huh? some, some things are untrainable. Do you think Mr. Buddy will try to be big and then get I'll run and be scared of it? I have to put him in the garage. <laughs> Every time somebody comes up, I have to put him up. <laughs> Especially when they leave, he tries to bite their tires. Yeah. I mean, he actually physically bites their tires. Physically bites yeah. them. Yeah, something's definitely not right with him. Yeah, he's off. Um, all right, so y'all know how we love to go, what we call look at look at traffic. Anytime we've got a front coming through or any kind of weather, what do we say? Hey, let's go look at traffic. And where we are at the city center here, we can walk out and look out over uh, you know, a road and a, a parking lot and all this kind of, you can kind of see the intersection and, and traffic. Uh, and so we love to see it rain and stuff. Well, um, JC gets that honest, my middle one. Uh, and yesterday we had, uh, some, you know, systems coming through. I like we, seeing a system we, come through. And we had, uh, we had some hard rain go over, uh, the cove yesterday and it kind of surprised us. It's like, where'd this come from? And it was kind of the, the side, you know, the wind's blowing so hard, the rain's coming down sideways. 
and I went out into our on our back porch because I love to watch it rain. And then next thing I know, JC's opening the door and he's like, "Man, I love to watch it rain." I'm like, "Yeah, sit down, man. I love." So we're just sitting down, hanging out, and out of nowhere, the biggest lightning strike that and it, it's hey, like make you run. it's like it gave us no indication because it was just raining and we didn't hear any yeah. rumblings or anything. All she was like. Boom! And it shook us to the point where I felt it. And you'll be up and running uncontrollably, and, and don't even—you'll be halfway, you know, out of there, and not yeah. even realize you moved. Yes, and and the dogs were Your sitting down said, underneath us. We were kind of petting them, hanging out, you know, trying to hold them because they're my one of mine just doesn't think right either. Greg, yeah. he'd have been out there in the rain, running around like, buddy, do you not know what's raining? I got struck by lightning. Really? Uh, no, he might have. Oh yeah, uh, guys, it hit so hard that and Reese was upstairs. He came. Oh, running down and because the power blinked and he's like what the it y'all it hit right it had to be over the house had close. to be over the house it's had close. to be over the house when you feel it in your chest that kind of thing oh i, I listen i know i've been it's horrible and i tried to tell jc because he was like hey well it's okay it's gonna pat no buddy that's that's a different game there lightning is let's go on in we can watch it rain from I, inside i question yeah. even bringing this up with you too but it's something i've been wanting to ask y'all for a while and you said something then about uh, you making an uncontrollable move and whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is this is different mm-hmm. than what you're talking about. But this it hit me when you mm-hmm. said that. Gosh, do I go? I here? ran into the wall. I didn't know what I was doing trying oh, to yeah. get out of there. All yeah. right. Yeah. So com- this is completely different. Okay, than lightning and all that. Mm-hmm. But when you guys watch somebody else fall or have some kind of accident, does it physically? Do you hurt? Like, do you feel it? Do you feel no, like I a, actually uncontrollably laugh? All right, so and I've got this really weird hard. thing going on mm-hmm. with me. And okay. then, so you'll do like, oh, and then you. I don't. I don't actually. I don't actually act it out, mm-hmm. but I have this like a. You know how you'll twinge or whatever. I'll have a pain like you know, almost minute, like if you see somebody fall and say they fall on their shoulder. Your shoulder like it's it's my it's my lower back that hurts every time. Mm-hmm. Like I get a feeling like Ooh, golly, that may be psychic. Like when it's he re- weird when he you tried to tackle the, when he tried to tackle the stairs in Atlanta. Did you do that? No, this is just new, something new. That was uh, funny right, that night in Atlanta. <laughs> and then you woke up the next morning, man, my shoulders hurt. <laughs> That's enough. Let me tell okay. you why. <laughs> no, he said, well, I can't figure out why my right. shoulders right. hurt. Guys, times move on. Well, I mean, you, you were just showing <laughs> us Some how you used to form They don't know form tackle stairs one night. You're like, yeah, when I play cornerback, there is a there is a story about that night that I would love to tell, and I can't. And and I, I've actually I've actually told a few people, and it gets a roar. Oh yeah, um, dress anyway. shirt on still. Right. So, but but there there's certain Twitter accounts and even like TikTok where you'll show people you falling don't stop. Or, or whatever. There's that hold my beer oh, thing my where beer. everybody's oh, falling all the time. And I'm telling I you guys, when I when I look at it and I see somebody that that does something that they're obviously in pain, it hurts me to watch it. Like it physically, I feel it in my lower back. It's a strange <laughs> deal. Like, oh. I don't act and like it's that. Always Greg. your lower back. Uh, it is my lower back. All right, we got it. But we I do it. have like a little, like a little, like oh that that hurt, I and I feel it. it. Right. I feel what they're going. I'm through. just gonna read what the comment says. Ted in Clay, Alabama, feels what Helmsy feels. Uh, let's go to Ted. Ted, I'm afraid to bring this up. Hey, good morning, guys. It's it's not exactly what he feels, but what I feel, and and my wife, who's brilliant, told me the the reason for this is, I feel like a heat wave, like it's happened to me, right. and she said that's an adrenaline rush. Okay, maybe that's a better way to explain it than I did. It's, yeah, it's like a, it's like a sympathy pain. You you feel that adrenaline rush because if you've ever fallen like okay, that, that's it. That's you, it. You felt that same rush. Okay. 
All right. heat wave. That makes more it's sense. A heat wave. That that makes more sense. I was not describing it good. Uh, better. Hey, okay. It's a better description. Like a, it's a little rush of yeah. Something. It is. Yeah. It's almost like a, it's just a weird feeling. Yeah. And is that is that Ted? Is that every time you see something like that, or is it just kind of certain ones that are maybe worse than others, or what? Oh, he he, he left. Okay. He hung For up. me, it's start, like the one Greg just showed yeah. me didn't affect me at all. Right. But some, somebody slams their teeth up against mm-hmm. the side of a rail on a skateboard. Oh, oh yeah. You know that they're in pain. Mm-hmm. It's like or See, falls I, on a motorcycle, and yeah. it's oh, just yeah. you're like. Yeah. See, I'm I'm the other way because of secondhand embarrassment. I, oh yeah. You I feel, feel I'm embarrassed for them because I know they're embarrassed. So it's almost like I I fail. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you feel I, like you did it, and everybody's right. looking at you. And that's why you see me rush to try to help so much is because. I know they're embarrassed, and I, I want to make it better. Well, that's just and you, I can't. that's just you being kind. And you scare them half the day, yeah. right? Well, the the lady that 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 fell that day that she didn't see the the little um oh, what yeah. was it the the little curb the yeah. the, the bump yeah, that the where you park parking, yeah parking thing and and she fell and I'm Hard. talking about on on her chest and her purse falls out in front of her she, ah! and then this one wants to flee and go, let's just go no no and no. and I'm like I let's go help she her she wasn't get up. hurt and she was embarrassed so she I wanted to, I wanted up, her to think we didn't see her because I didn't want her to be she's like well, so now she's skin up yeah. He, I, think story. She, I think she was bleeding. <laughs> You've got her bleeding. It now. wasn't that bad of a fall, by the way. He exaggerated. So I thought, well, no, if I acknowledge she, her, she she's going to be embarrassed because she yeah. fell. I, so no, I, get, I completely she was get going both sides. She I was can, going in I completely get fell. both sides of it. Skinned her knee up. Remember, she was limping. I just wish y'all understood the sensation I get when I watch right. people get well, hurt. Well, you would have felt that one. I'll tell you that. This one here wanted to run. Let's go. Greg, this is Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes until top of the hour rick and bubba show's kickoff hour is live they join us at the top of the hour break and we thank you for being with us the number 866 we be big uh right now we've got uh, runny the Pooh and hobie Wan Frinobi. those are your interns today they've got the phones handled and pulling show prep for the guys uh today in about uh, a little over an hour and some change from now, we'll talk about Tim Spencer with Buffalo uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. We'll talk with him about uh, the upcoming charity charge. That's coming back. It'll be Monday, the 15th, at participating Buffalo Wild Wings, where 10% of food sales will go to the charity uh, that uh, was chosen. And Ryan Shines Burn Foundation, you know, before all this COVID-19 stuff started and the economy was shut down, they were on deck as the next charity up for the charity charge. So we had to kind of, whoa, had to halt things. And then now that it's, we're cranking it back up, uh, we are uh, going to start where we left off, and that is up next was Ryan Shines Burn Foundation. Great organization, great foundation. RyanShines.com is their website. Uh, they uh, do a lot of great work when it comes to burn survivors, firefighters, uh, their mental health and, and other things. Uh, and so great charity and look forward to talking to Tim and catching up with him, seeing how things are going. Uh, Haiti can't be in studio. He'll be zooming in, uh, really more than seeing Tim. We love the food. Uh, so next, next go around, he'll be in studio. For you that. know, we're really, we're really behind a charity 
mm-hmm. when they normally bring us food mm-hmm. and then they don't, mm-hmm. we still do it. Yep, still do it. It really shows right. you our commitment. It really it. does. It really I'm does. really hungry, too. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the phones real quick. Dave is in Alabama. Dave, what's up? Hey, fellas. Hey. Uh, I've got a first and second-hand embarrassment story for Uh-oh. you. Oh, boy. So me and my friend are fishing. We're doing a little bank fishing. Okay. Love it. And uh, this old woman with her two grandkids is walking by. I make eye contact with her, and she face plants right in front of us. Oh, no. We, we rush over, you know, help her up and everything. She's like, oh, dust herself off, starts walking off. Next, My very next cast, my line snaps right off. So me and my buddy start dying laughing, and she turns around and says, are you laughing at me? Oh, oh no. It got caught. Like you're laughing. Who are you, Greg? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, no, man, no, 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 it's not like that. She was like, I really think that that's, uh, that's pretty rude to, to laugh uh, at old uh, women. Oh, my goodness. So now I'm embarrassed. Did you so. tell her you should have seen your face? <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> you should have seen the way you look going down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. This was Greg when the lady fell in front of us. <laughs> that's not true. I'm like, Greg, hey, he wanted to get out of there so quick. Well, I felt bad for her. Um, Hey, will we have Major League Baseball? Will we not? I'm, I'm almost, I'm I'm almost done it. with I this. I done. Let's don't play. Hey, let's just Everybody wait. Just stay home. Hey, really. Uh, I, you know, it. we had the story. Um, we got Korean ball. Yeah. We, really, we do. Um, we had the story where they came to the players and said, all right, let's go with 70-something games. What was it? 75% prorated money, blah, blah, blah. They have come back now, uh, the players with Major League Baseball, and said, all right, well, how about 89 games, and we want 100% money. Uh, prorated money. And so we'll see how the owners now respond to that. They're going back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. Maybe we can uh, – we're closer. I can tell you that. What was it, 76, 77 or something like that, games that they just 76, uh, uh, proposed. Uh, and now that we're at 89, that's closer. They but we're, we're, we're still off a little bit with the moolah. They so we'll have to see play. how that goes. Well, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the Major League Baseball draft is tonight. Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. right? I think, I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think you're right. And so, they've shortened, they've shortened and so yeah. to me, that's weird because we hadn't had baseball in so long. And mm-hmm. so now you're – you may – I mean, what do kids do? There are, there are kids that have got to make decisions after tonight that they're that's unsure because right. they didn't even play a season. That's right. Yeah. It's a weird deal we're going through. It is a very weird deal. Uh because I mean you're right. It's, it's, it's just it's just it it's just um, it's just going to be a weird sports year period. As if 2020 can't get any stranger. The fall, the fall is, is going to be weird. It really is because you're going to have you're going to have you're going to have football. Mm-hmm. It, well, uh, let's just say we have NFL football. Right. Okay. You're going to have uh, the U.S. Open and the Masters. Yeah. You're going to have baseball. Um, you're going to have the NBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. So. Ratings will be down in all of these sports because there are so many choices. And yeah. so, for instance, spread out. if if the NBA is in, you know, they're in the finals or even the semis, the uh, the Western or Eastern Conference Finals series, and you have just a regular Sunday football game, mm-hmm. well, I'm probably going to go playoffs for the NBA because I, you know, you got to think about it like that. Or if Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods, Rory's in contention at Augusta National, right? Well, I'm gonna watch that over a football game, just a regular season football game. So, and then, and who knows what the protests are gonna do? Yeah, that's true. I mean, th- I do think the ratings will be down, but I don't think it'll be down because it, I think it'll be down cause just because it'll be a saturated market, right? Hey, uh, with many choices. Yeah. Not to mention NASCAR is still going. Yeah, speaking yeah. of sports, um, I'm just gonna read the headline, and we're not even oh, gonna talk great. about it. Jameis Winston. I'm one of the best QBs to play the game. 
that's that's the headline. He's doing it big, Dan. Okay. Well, I guess I guess I'm you got to have. I guess Greg, you, why did you bring this? I up? guess you got. That's the headline. I look down. It says Jameis Winston has quote. I'm one of the best QBs to ever play the game. We'll see. I mean, no, I know, no, no, I, I know no, you got to have Jameis. You're not. I know you got to have mean, confidence as a player. But does somebody no, he, not tell him? Hey, buddy. Up to this point, he hadn't showed that. But no. he. But he didn't say when this is all over. In the NFL, and if you read the article, he does kind of go. He, he was talking about you know from the time he started playing all the way up, he's always been a winner. Well, I'll give him that. Yeah, but in the NFL, it's a little a little tough. I mean, a little different. And it's, plus, and, and it's all on one guy. But no. the thirty interceptions last year hurt him. Well, I th- I'm telling you guys, and I've been saying this since he was in college, but I noticed him looking over the sideline at Jimbo Fisher. The guy had a seeing problem. He could not see. Right. He's squinting. Yeah. And, and he's got that fixed. I'm yeah. telling you, he is going to – I'm telling you, he's going to be – And I'll tell you this. You him maybe, sitting, I think him it's going to resolve behind, a lot of his issues. Him sitting behind Drew Brees for at least <laughs> yeah. a year. Yeah. Yes. And with that staff and all, he, and getting to watch the game from there, because he's been starting since the day he mm-hmm. showed up, correct? At Tampa Bay, pretty much. Yeah. 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 So him sitting and watching this year may, may make a huge difference. Maybe he should say in the headline, I'm, I'm on the best when I can see. Yeah, I'm just you telling know, you when the I vision thing. Hey guys, it's a big deal to be able to see. Yeah. Wouldn't y'all agree? Yeah, and I he mean, and this is something I'm telling you. You see him, they would show he'd be squinting through his helmet. Mm-hmm. He couldn't even see yeah. the coaches. Let's get some dailies or something. So if he work. can't see the coaches, he's having to squint. Something tells me it'd probably be tough to see downfield. Yeah, a little dig route. I, he I needs to wear that. his glasses this year so he can see from the sideline. Well, he's got all that <laughs> <Right>. fixed. <laughs> He can he, see now, Greg. He does have well, all I'm, that all He was it's like how, me. He got he got it corrected. This okay. may be he's the not best. legally blind anymore. <laughs> this may be the best thing that happened to him as far as because he's only yeah. twenty. He's only twenty six years old. Yeah. I know right. it seems like he's been there longer than yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, And him sitting there with you know behind a, a player I, like Breeze. And, and with, let me with, say uh, this: Sean Payton there, and I mean, this may be a really good thing for him. I I didn't think from a human being standpoint that Jameis would get it turned around, and he has, mm-hmm. and I commend him for that. And I do like Jameis Winston. I, just, I would like to look up in the next two years, and he's owning it. Yeah. Basically because he made some bad decisions in college, and he has he has learned from that, as far as we know, as far as we see, and he's t- taken a step forward in that growth and maturity. And I and I and hopefully he'll continue to do that and play well at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. He's doing it big, Dan. He is. He is. We'll take a break, and Rick and Bubba join us right after top of the hour. Don't go anywhere. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? A brand new hour is beginning now, and it starts with a national anthem. Our national anthem today. Provided for those of you that uh, are not watching on YouTube, it's provided by Little Big Town. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming. Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red 
That, of course, a superpower. And that's now more true than ever. Wednesday Bible study back today. Thank you for that refuge uh, as we continue to walk through, uh, which has been uh, a popular but uh, provocative series, The Unsaved Christian, uh, looking into what is one of the largest unreached people groups in the West, the cultural Christian. And we'll continue to unpack that today. Uh, that is a book by Pastor Dean and Sarah, who was on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast one time. He's out of Tallahassee. Uh, and so uh, a lot of a lot of conversations and emails generated out of that series. If you have not seen it, we'll be in part six today. Uh, that'll happen at, at noon central, uh, live on our YouTube channel, one o'clock Eastern. Then it'll be archived soon after. Look over here. Uh, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive, standing by and ready to go. Most of you probably know him best as a silver tongue one. The man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and a master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! How about it, Bubba? How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Those that had to get out of bed early to go check on a leak, oh. welcome to the Rick and Bubba Somebody experience. Somebody say it. I was a preacher, and she was his wife. Just trying to make the world a little better, you know, shine a light. Sing it. People started talking, just to hear their own voice. Those people try to accuse my father, say they made the wrong choice. Hey. And though it might be painful, you know the time will always tell. But those people have long since gone, but my father never fails. Somebody say, even when the rain comes. Even when the rain falls. Even when the floods start rising. When them storms come, hey, I am washed by the water. Even when the rain falls, even when the floods start rising, even when the storms come, I am washed by the water. Even if the earth crumbles under my feet, that's right. Even when the ones I love they turn. Me. Hey, I, I will never ever let you down. 
Bring it. Wash about to wash a good one. Yes, it that's is. That's dandy right there. That's, <laughs> that a, that's a snappy little tune. We'll that's take a, it. That's a toe tapper. I remember the first time I heard that, I, it was actually a band was covering that, and I'm trying to remember their name. We had them on the show, and I actually had them come down to the farm one time and play, and I can't think of their name. Something about a highway sign or something, some numbers, highway number or something. But anyway, they were the first ones I ever heard play that song, and I thought it was their song. I was like, man, well, tell me about this song. Yeah, they don't. But there's no way. There's things I think we can grab sometimes. That's I think, not one. I think this I, I one, don't, Rick. I have. I think absolutely this, no recollection of I, that at all. I think this one got? is beyond anything we could ever remember. You know, <laughs> our, our memory it still has some strength. And then there's times when you go, guys, don't even waste any time on this one. I don't think we can go get it. Yeah, I do think. I think they were named after like the highway number or something. Yeah, forty nine in it. Yeah, but no way. Speedy, look, okay. I, maybe it's just highway. I'm not trying nine. to be difficult. It's just I don't even have anything to get you to start with. Okay. Other than that, you owe me something about a highway. <laughs> so, uh, Bubba, uh, anything going on? You doing okay? Well, I'm doing good. How about you? I'm good. How about them headlines every day? Well, it's uh, something. Uh, it's <laughs> just uh, you know some of it. Uh, it's it's a strange time. Anybody uh, seen Fauci? There's uh, <laughs> there there's clearly. <laughs> There's help. clearly some things that that need to be done, and, and and but then there's some things that are just strange out there too. Oh my goodness! I, I can't I, grasp I, totally. I, am I the only one speaking of the Fouch? Am I the only one? And I'm not saying this is right. When I say this, I'm not saying it's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do do any of us listen to the latest update at all? I mean, when you look up, you know, somebody, probably should. When somebody's yeah. up there and you look up and say, "Ah, somebody talking about COVID nineteen, whatever they say today, they'll change in two days." Oh, they're already it, yeah. the WHO's yeah. already backing yeah, off. They, they've yeah. gone back the other way on the mask. Well, thing. that's what I'm talking. Yeah. I hey look, guys, science, true on, science, guys. does not I, I'm talking, flap in the wind like a leaf. Right. This Yesterday is ridiculous. saying that uh, asymptomatic people aren't passing it on. They're backing off on that. Of course, Greg, you know why? Because it's been forty eight hours. You know what they? They said, know. "Well, you know, the models say they do, and then this say this was just one little." But my point. Well, again, we keep getting this; it confuses yeah. people. Yeah. Well, I love this, and I think it was Steve Farrar who said it. He said, "Watching right now the things that are going on in our major cities," he said, "You just watched our country go from tyranny to anarchy." Just from one end of the spectrum all the way to the yeah, other. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, if you if you look <laughs> on crazy. on civilization, Rick, that that's like both ends of the scale. Right. Yeah. And we went from one to the other uh, in light speed. Usually that takes hundreds or thousands of years. It's unbelievable. So I, you know what? We'll we'll see. But I'm just talking about it's gotten to the point that you just you see a COVID nineteen update. I can't even remember the last time I looked at one. I'm just yeah, whatever. Yeah. Hey. Well, get ready because they're they're ticking up everywhere. You're about to see the reports. Again. Well, and we knew some of it was coming with reopening. Well, think about when you look at some of the things that are going on with some of the cities that are still locking everybody down. I don't know if the governor of Michigan will ever set anybody free. <laughs> I think I, I, mean, I think Michigan has been held hostage. Right, but uh, you, you think about the fact that the economy is still trying to. Yeah, to turn. To now back. we still haven't had those 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 horrifying second quarter numbers to be reported. You know, which all these big these big time operations are going to have to report. But when you look at that, well, some of it is. But I mean, but if we've you had the jobs thing, it was better than we thought. But if you look at it, still still the point. If you look at it, that's happening with really major major economies still shut down in our inside our country, which is 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 really quite amazing. Uh, so. Um, and I think I think we I think we're learning some lessons on that. 
but we'll look at it. You know, we never know. But the bottom line is, the country is a, is a very confusing place right now. And uh, well, but but it, but I, yeah, I, and I understand what we're talking about. But 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 I think what we're seeing, I think this is why they don't know what to do. I think the mobs have done something that we weren't allowed to do, and they found a way to be allowed. Yeah. Okay. All right. And yeah. I think what we're seeing, and I hope this is the way we do this going forward. Mm-hmm. What, what I'm about to say is going to sound an awful lot about the, like the flu season that happens every year, is that we tell people who are at risk, hey, y'all watch out. Okay, be smart. Rest of us rolling on. All right. If you if you if you're out there and you and you think you you you're, you don't need to be out in all this and you need to wear a mask, you need to put yourself away. You do that now. The rest of us gonna keep on rolling. Yeah. And 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 I think I think that's you know we didn't know, so I'm not I'm not doing the old you know hindsight's twenty twenty. I'm saying let's learn and not do that again. That's all I'm saying. Uh, that, that you know the that probably makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, Sixteen minutes past the hour. <laughs> we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Ooh. 22 minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. So, COVID-19, that was one of our big stories this year. Um, we're not paying attention to that as much as we once did. And uh, we will see if people gathering together in gigantic crowds makes a difference or not. We'll know. Uh, and there's some indications that uh, there is an uptick. Of course, then you get back to some people saying, well, that's because we got more testing. You don't know. I mean, it, it literally can change in 48 hours. So, I've, I'm, I'll, I'll do the best I can. Won't be reckless, but um, uh, it doesn't seem like anybody really knows, so I certainly don't <laughs> pretend to know. All right, so now let's talk about uh, the different theories out there. You know, we have the uh, the funeral uh, for George Floyd. Uh, as, as I heard uh, one pastor say this past week, I totally agree. He said, I tell you what we all need to be concerned about is we just saw one human being do that to another human being, and we need to ask ourselves, have we become this deprived? Uh, that any human being would do that to another human being, period. No matter ethnicity or agendas or, you know, uh, whatever the motivation was, that we would we would now be a society that something like that happens just right there with cameras rolling and with a look of really evil and no concern, uh, just totally glossed over. But then people are starting to say, as investigations will continue, why, what was the deal here? What was going on? There was just something odd about this. Now, there is scenario one, and this certainly could be it. We've got a terrible, terrible cop who is not just terrible and dangerous to society. He's dangerous mostly to African Americans because he's a racist bigot, and he couldn't wait to do harm to an African American man. Okay. There's one. That's, that, 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 is a, that's, that is a possibility. That's, that's a possibility. We, we will see when we get to the bottom of it. Uh, uh, number two, I'm a, I'm a rogue cop and I'm dangerous to everybody. And y'all just happened to catch me with this one particular person, but I've got a history of, of, of having a temper. I've got a history of not controlling my anger. I'm dangerous to a lot of people. And George Floyd, regardless of ethnicity was in the wrong place at the wrong time and got the wrong cop. And I killed him and I would have killed anybody that I came up on that day. That's scenario two. Yep. And neither one of those are good, by the way. No, no, not good. Then there's the scenario three. Uh, George Floyd and Derek Chauvin knew each other. 
and there was another relationship going on or something happened, and Derek Chauvin saw his opportunity to kill George Floyd, and he did. Uh, that one is, uh, is, is doesn't have a lot of momentum, and it may turn out that there would be nothing to it. But once again, kind of like COVID-19, we're starting the they knew each other, no, they didn't, now back today. Yeah, yeah I think they may have. Well, let's, let's talk about what we know yeah. is out there, okay. and then we, can, then we can play with right. that and see where we go with it. Right. George Floyd and Derek Chauvin reportedly bumped heads while working security together at a nightclub years before their fatal encounter. Now, you may remember right after this happened, we had a lady come out, and I can't remember her name, but she owned a nightclub there in Minneapolis, Correct. and she's, she was shocked because she recognized both men and knew both of them had worked for her. Right. So now we have a story, a guy named David Penny, P, uh, P-I-N-N-E-Y. Uh, he's a one-time co-worker at that restaurant on Lake Street in South Minneapolis. He revealed the duo's... Uh, purported shaky history in an interview with CBS News. He said uh, the tension has a lot to do with Derek being extremely aggressive within the club with some of the patrons, which was an issue. The owner of the club, Maya, and I can't, I don't know about that last name, had previously told an outlet that Floyd yeah. and Chauvin overlapped shifts at a popular music uh, club uh, within the last year. So that was the one we were looking for. Right. Like, like Maya Santa Maria? Santa Maria. We'll yeah. go with that. Okay. Um, she said that Chauvin stood guard outside, acting as the Night Spot's official off-duty police officer for 17 years. That'd be 17. Yeah. While Floyd, not seven, not, not a few, 17. 17. While Floyd worked inside. She also said she was not sure if Floyd and Chauvin knew each other, but Penny was confident that they did. So, uh, even used the term they knew each other fairly well. Yeah. Uh, pretty well. So, yeah. one, we don't know this Penny guy. We don't know how reliable he is. I'm That's sure right. That's there's right. other sources that can collaborate or corroborate, corroborate yeah. or deny that relationship. Right. So, um, but it but it does bring forward some strange things. There's a couple of things about the whole thing that bothered me, and, and it may just be me and my not knowing a procedure. We all admitted it looked very strange the way he was doing this. Yes, it did. It did. Uh, he wasn't looking down at him. He wasn't making sure. He, he, he almost just – you remember? And he didn't even care he was being videoed. No, he didn't seem to care he was being videoed, and he didn't seem to care that people were telling him even some of the policemen, yeah. you need to put him on his side. Hey, you're killing him. Please stop. He didn't seem to care about any of that. It's almost like he wasn't even in the moment. Right. It's like he right. was in another place. It, yeah. And which made it very wicked and, and evil, which, by the way, that's what it is, no matter what it turns out. What you saw there is evil. And, you know, of course, I, I would say I can get too, more into that. But. And, and, and again, I'm just speculating. I, I think that, that somebody working security at one of those clubs that long sounds a little strange to me because most clubs don't last that long to begin with. Yeah. Well, I want you to listen to this phrase because they say even this this narrative may be part of it being upgraded from third to second degree, degree before the charges were upgraded from third to second degree. CBS News reported that they were told, we believe Chauvin knew who George Floyd was. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. It, it 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 does ask the question, did they have a run-in? Was there some type of grind between the two? Um, was And you have to ask this, too. Was there some illegal activity going on at that club that one or both of them knew about? 
I mean, you always have that possibility. There's a lot of strange things going on at these type clubs. I mean, whether you want to admit that or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you don't know. Did they have a run-in about a relationship? Did they just not like each other? Uh, was there other people involved? Uh, could there be drugs involved somehow? We don't know. It's being investigated. Well, we know Chauvin, if you look at his history, he... he Everybody he, says he had a temper. He had a temper, and you know he had complaints against him. He didn't appear to be an upstanding dude, period, uh, which we that's one of the things we do need to address is how people who are an issue in police departments uh, are protected maybe longer than they should be. I don't know where we find that balance, but certainly. But... It's back that there may have been a relationship between the two, but no one knows to what level. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past. Feeling like this. So one of Tom Petty songs you don't give much to, Greg. Found this little nugget. I don't know how I got by. <laughs> so y'all don't give it much. No, I didn't either. I didn't get by. Yeah, we love it a riff you, like you, that. I've noticed you've had some deep cuts from Tom. I know. But, you know, but I'm finding, you know why? Because, he, oh, Greg, he died, and I knew no new songs were coming. So I had to go find some other stuff that I might have missed. The man wrote a lot of songs. Well, there was a time I took a break from Tom Petty, and I realized I missed a few things. I know. You let his politics get in your head. I you did. I did. I did. Love his music. Yeah. Like so, you don't like when we when we go through uh, a verse and a chorus, and then we work our way back to the original reel, right? You want to this right here, these kind of turnarounds is what keeps me in music right here. Okay, we're going right back to the car. Here goes We love that right there, oh, don't sure we? we do. Hey, don't overplay. There's no need to fill every no, field, Rick. Don't overplay it. Let no, that thing do. breathe a minute. Huh. Uh, joinhoney.com slash Bubba. How about this? Joinhoney.com slash Bubba. Uh, how about this? Some of you, we're going to do a story here in a minute, and doubtly people do like just take money and throw it away. But how about this? If, <laughs> but, you know, most people, most people, if they're in need of money and somebody's kind enough to, to give it to you or save you some, you go, I'll tell you what, I'm in. And how about this? We can save you money with joinhoney.com, and you didn't have to invest any. All you had to do was just add a, a browser extension that, that's free, and then here we go. And, and then we go to work. Joinhoney.com, and here's how it works. Uh, it, it just takes a few seconds to do this. It's a free online shopping tool. It automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. Uh, it's also now part of the PayPal, PayPal family. I remember when Hamzy just ran in here and said, Rick, join Honey's with PayPal now. And I said, well, good night. Settle down. I didn't know that's such a big deal. Uh, but but it is because you have the security that goes with that. But look at this. All your favorite um, websites where you, you shop, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, Macy's, and Lululemon. Now, of course, I didn't know how to say that when I first saw Lululemon because I'd never been in there. I think we need to recut that. I've never bought anything from Lululemon. No, Rick. Ever. And if you've seen my thighs, you know why. Uh, but anyway, so uh, but I know a lot of you do, and, and you enjoy your Lulu time. Uh, but you can save with joinhoney.com slash Bubba over $2, million, uh, $2 billion in savings. Bu- and here's what I love. You get to the end, if you've got the extension on there, if joinhoney.com slash Bubba is on your, your browser, you get to the end, you're ready for your purchase. Guess what pops up? Apply coupons. and you Boom, click, right there. It, bam. And you, boom. And you click that, and then you know what it does? It goes there. And it goes out there and finds all the coupons that are available. And your price, Bubba, you're looking at it, it just starts dropping. 
If there's coupons out there, that price will drop. So go now. Uh, you're you're really throwing money in the garbage if you don't do this. Joinhoney.com slash Bubba or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Okay. So this uh, there's a story that comes out of our state and even our city that we are even familiar with the people in, involved. Um, and and, I, and our first time it came out, we were kind of like, ah, okay, we'll just let it go. But it just continues. And I think this is important because – when when we get like we are right now, we got to be careful that we that we're not thinking things through. Uh, you know, you, you got to sit down and, and really really think things through. So let's talk about some of the discussions that we do need to be having in our country, and and we do need to have them. Systemic racism. There's been a systematic uh, process me- mechanism. I hear that a lot of racism that's been over this country for 400 years. Okay, and there's certainly a lot of truth to that. And so we got we ha, we got to deal with it. Well, I've been looking at some of the things people are talking about, and one of the things they talk about is that there's there's an unfairness in the funding of schools based on what part of town you live in, okay? Because it's done on property taxes, in in, in, in a lot of places. So course, and it's funded locally, yeah. And that that matches some state, mm-hmm. some right. federal, right. and and you add it all up. And what's so what so so here's the thing, though. One of the things that we remember, though, and this is the thing that I think a lot of us right now also, I think everybody needs to say, I'm going to reset the way I think about everything. So I would also, if if I was saying, hey, that makes a lot of sense, and it does to me too. Well, you know, one of the ways that you can help that situation, stay with me now. This is why I think we all need to have some political readjustments as well, maybe. Is that I if I if I see that in systemic racism as how the schools are funded is one of the things that's holding back uh, a, a race of people versus maybe another race of people. And I know there's we're being real general. Yeah, yeah, about I know, this. I know. Go ahead. Because not everybody lives in places. You're not assigned a place to live based on your ethnicity. Right. But I, you know, but we know what we're talking about. Well, one thing I wouldn't do then. Stay with me. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't support a political party that takes away school choice. And I wouldn't support a political party that, that demonizes charter schools. I wouldn't do that. Because one thing that helps those situations is to be able to go to whatever school I want to uh, and also to be able to have charter schools that might give me a better product. But so I can't say over here I'm supporting a party and we don't get funded like the people over in the other part of town, but yet I'm supporting a party that won't let me overcome that with charter schools and, and, and school choice. See, that doesn't make any sense to me. Right. So, right. so, so let's all start rethinking everything. Well, now here's another example. So we have, um, and, and tell me if I'm wrong, because I want to be sure I have the facts right on this, and I'm seeing the stories I think support this. In our state, this is our largest church, right? That mm-hmm. is correct. Yeah. All right, so this is the largest church in our state. Now, keep in mind, that's saying a lot, because in, in, in the Bible Belt, we got some big old churches, mm-hmm. okay? And, uh, and so this is Church of the Highlands, and it is the biggest mm-hmm. church that we have. Uh, we, uh, I know that, Speedy, you've attended mm-hmm. there. Uh, Helmsy, you have been there uh, in, uh, for a time. Uh, Bub, I know, I think you, one of your son, your son goes there, correct? Yeah, right, yeah. At one of the campuses. And we visit from time to time. Right, and, uh, and I've been there. I've done a men's event there before. Certainly know the pastor, Chris Hodges. Yeah, uh, no, Chris. Friend of the show and all mm-hmm. this. So, so anyway, we're, we're real familiar with, with the operation. And I will say this. Of, of, you know, there is no church that's perfect because it's 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 run by imperfect people. However, when it comes to serving a community, <laughs> when it comes to being there as the church is supposed to do, to be the hands and feet of Jesus in time of need, 
I have never seen an operation of this size work any better. No doubt. Do we agree with that? Absolutely. Rick, let me, let me flash back to as an example of that. Several years ago, we had a very devastating tornado come through part of our town, and it hit in an area uh, west of town that predominantly, uh, I would say the majority of residents were African-American. It, it hit several communities, but one particularly hard. And if you remember, I got to go and tour that uh, with one of our state officials uh, because I wanted to see some of the damage firsthand to know what we were dealing with. And when we got there, there was people from this particular church. They had built a store, and they literally had built it with cases of water, bottled water, which is always in need when you have total devastation. Okay, We're talking about one of these tornadoes that come through nothing is left standing okay it is a f4 f5 level they have built a store they had 18 wheelers bringing supplies to that store they had their own forklifts unloading that stuff and it was manned 24 7 right people were coming in and they needed supplies they needed water they needed diapers they needed snacks food type things and they would get it, and they would go to the the place everybody was leaving, and they would say, how much is this? And they said, nothing. Take what you need. Mm. People were, like, shocked. But they were supplied, and they, they kept this up for weeks. Yeah. Okay, now, I, again, I'm not a member of that church. I'm just telling you what I saw. Yeah. I came back, and, and we had a discussion on there about it. I said, there's a lot of things I like about a small church, yes, a country sure, church. sure. And and sometimes mega churches get a bad rap because they can be impersonal sometimes. Mm-hmm. But there's some things that a big church, a mega church, can do that a little church can't do. And this is one of those examples. We saw it with Temple mm-hmm. over in the Hattiesburg area yeah. too, when hurricanes had hit. They can, they they literally were rolling eighteen wheelers through there. People bringing supplies, them getting it to the front of where people needed it. And in this particular case, FEMA was there too. But they had a table with forms you filled out. Right. The Church of the Highlands was bringing food, water, personal items to people for no cost. And I came back, I was totally blown away about their ability, how quick they were, how they were able to serve another community who was devastating by this terrible weather. Well, when we come back, we're going to unpack this because I think what we're about to talk about is extremely important. Yeah. And I'm talking about extremely important important for the African-American community to think this through because there, there's some things going on that we need to be real careful because even though this church, you know, does a good job when there are storms, well, there's a lot of people in a lot of communities that need help all the time. and they, The storms of life. The storms yep. of life. And I don't know that we have anybody in our state that does a better job than them, probably one of our most diverse congregations in yes. our state yep yep for sure okay and yeah. and so we're going to come back and there's something happening to them right now that that we really need to sit down and logically think through and that's it not politically uh this this is just going to be logic because sometimes uh, i think we're not thinking this thing through and even when you make an accusation of some uh, against someone and then the very thing you're punishing them with proves otherwise so we'll, uh, we'll we'll unpack that for you when we come back because I think that you're going to see more of this kind of reaction, and I think we need to whoa, yeah, whoa, sure, and just 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 hang on a minute. 
hang on a minute. You know, we need to get back to the ability to disagree and just kind of disagree and not go to the kind of extremes that are happening right now. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. We'll unpack the story for you next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So nine minutes to the top of the hour. As we continue to work through uh, uh, your America today. So here's some of the aftermath of what's been happening since the horrible, horrible murder of George Floyd. Uh, but then I think I just think there's so much good that can be done during all this if we'll just stay in the middle of the road and not go off here chasing things that, that probably are not the best use of our energy right now when we're all saying, let's all step back, let's look at what's going on. So we were telling you about Church of the Highlands, and again, I, I'm not a member there, Bubba's not a member there, uh, but we're, we're familiar with them. So this is not us doing a, you know, a, a CYA for our home church, anything like this. This is us literally sitting down and talking about, now is this a person that we know? Yeah. So we do, do we know his character yeah, yeah, as, yeah. As, as much as yep. I can? I mean, we're not the the best of friends, but we certainly are, are more than acquaintances uh, because, uh, but, and, and, and we certainly, you know, keep in touch and check on each other and, and all this, and of course, Church of the Highlands has been very supportive of the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund from time to time. They've they've just you know they've just been good to us. They've been good to their community. Um, and so, Chris Hodges, the pastor, from what I can gather, at one point had uh, had met uh, Charlie Kirk, who of course runs Turning Point USA. And Turning Point USA is a high school and college campus organization. Some people consider it controversial. It is certainly very conservative. Uh, and Charlie Kirk can be uh, outspoken. We interviewed him on the show uh, when he had his book out uh, and all of this. So for some reason, uh, the uh, there were some things that he put out on social media that apparently the pastor of Church of the Highlands, Chris Hodges, liked. He went over there and liked some of, some of the things he was saying politically. Uh, and that uh, upset someone who I'm not even sure if they were a member of the church or not, or maybe they were at one time. Uh, and they began to put out on all their social media that you know African Americans should be concerned uh, that their pastor at Church of the Highlands, Chris Hodges, has liked on social media certain things uh, that Charlie Kirk put out. And I think the one that really stirred it was he he was actually having a conversation like we're talking about that kind of takes on some of the things about uh, white privilege. Uh, does it really exist? Is it still here? And then what we've been talking about. Um, uh, the, the whole thing with the system and mechanism of, of all this and, and trying to see if this is still in play or not. By the way, there's African-Americans who are also taking this on as being current or not as well. It's not, it's not just people uh, who are white. So anyway, so on, on, on all ethnicities, we're agreeing and disagreeing on some of the political parts of this going forward, but we're having, hopefully, good conversations. Now, in response to this, and... I kind of think the best way maybe this should have been handled for especially some of the parts of our city and our state that really benefited from the help that Church of the Highlands was providing, maybe just sit down with Pastor Hodges, and he's already apologized for this, and say, hey, you know, we were bothered by that. Okay, I'm sorry about that. I didn't see it from that point of view. I apologize for doing it, which he has done, by the way, in front of the entire church. But now that's not enough. Now we have to punish Chris Hodges uh, and and uh, the question we're going to ask today, are you really punishing Chris Hodges? Are you punishing the people that receive receiving the help of this very, very wealthy church? So we have programs. The Birmingham Board of Education has voted Tuesday to end 
uh, the leases that they were getting paid for by the from the Church of the Highlands, meaning we had twelve thousand dollars a month to rent Parker High School and Woodlawn High School. For now that's each twelve thousand for Parker, twelve thousand for Woodlawn for Sunday services. They were getting a total of two hundred eighty-eight thousand dollars a year since twenty fourteen. Uh, Birmingham City Schools have received from Church of the Highlands for use of their facilities $817,000. Wow. And so, first of all, here was a need that we hear about all the time, a legitimate need. Hey, our city schools and our schools in some of the uh, more impoverished parts of our city need additional money, and Church of the Highlands says, here it is. And what we'll do is we not won't just do that. We'll actually start – doing church services there that also people in the community can benefit from the church being here and all the things that we do. Now, that that comes right on the tail end of, of the fact that the Housing Authority of Birmingham voted on Monday to no longer allow the church volunteers, by the way, they're free, and clinic workers, free clinics, to work at public housing communities. So they have taken a church that's providing free medical care, <clears throat> free Whatever y'all need, we're here to help. Right. Okay. Paying money into these impoverished city schools. And because he liked on social media some things for Charlie Kirk, we are going to push all this, all these benefits out of these communities that desperately need it because we're mad about a social media post. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now keep in mind one thing I'd like to see the the, the the Birmingham City Board of Education and the Housing Authority to kind of think through. You do realize the very things that you're taking away from Pastor Hodges to remove them are the very things that I think have proven he's not a racist. Thank you, Rick. By the way, racists don't do these things. Right. Okay. 100% right. So you have to, you, in order to punish if him. If you are, you're not a good one. You're, no. If, no, you're not. Hey, if Pastor you're not Hodges, be on the board. If, no. if Pastor Hodges is a racist, he's not a good one. No. And, uh. So here, here he it's is mind blowing. Now, Rick, keep in mind, aside, really aside all these things the that schools. are needed, you're going to take them away over a social media post. You're gonna, oh, you're gonna punish the people in these communities over your own political agenda. Rick, aside, let me let me recap what, again, what you said, I so mean, everybody understands. Yeah, but aside from renting this space on Sunday, which is not being used for church services, they provide free mentoring free community support groups, uh, health and social services activities at the Housing Authority of Birmingham's nine public housing communities. The church does not receive any, any, zero money for those services. They provide all this for free. See, we live here, so we know when you say things like Gate City, the Woodlawn area, uh, we're very familiar with the needs that are there. They've had a a a Christ Health Center since 2009, as Bubba said, that the city pays nothing for. They provide everything on their own dime and offer free health services. Nobody needs any mentoring in these kinds of communities with godly men coming in and women and mentoring people. You you have politicians that are going to punish the people of these communities yeah. by claiming that someone has some sort of racist vein when they're doing all these things in the most impoverished African-American communities in our city, yeah. you can't call people a racist when the things you're taking away from them prove they're not. Rick, the ter- we hear the term a lot, 
in political circles now underserved communities. Well, Chris Hodge, the Church Hodges. of the Hodges. Hodges and the Church of the Highlands looked at the situation and said, "Look, we are blessed. We have a lot here. We've been given a lot and we want to help you. We want to come in and provide service. We want to come in and rent space. It is it's been a win-win for the community." But because of a lot, he didn't even write anything. He liked a guy that they disagree with politically. If I lived in these communities, I'd be holding every politician and every board member on that education board accountable for this. Yep. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.